Hometown Ghost Stories contains serious and often distressing events and is not intended for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Cobweb. What the f***? Welcome in, everybody, to another Hometown Ghost Stories Horror Movie Review. Two in a row because we just had to talk about this movie, Cobweb, which is kind of the opposite of my intro because I didn't know what the hell to say for this movie for the intro. But as always, I am joined by Dave Wilkins. What's going on, Rob? And today we have a very, very special guest uh, because Jesse luckily isn't here. So we get to bring on Crystal to talk hey about this movie that I made her watch. And I kind of know your thoughts a little bit, but uh, we we kind of held off discussing it so that we could do it on the show here. Before we jump into it, Dave, do you have a synopsis for us? Because I think we all still need to read that after watching <laughs> this movie. I do have a synopsis. Cobweb, 2023, directed by Samuel Bowden. Starring Lizzie Kaplan, Anthony Starr, Cleopatra Coleman, and produced by Evan Goldberg and Seth Rogen. Young Peter is plagued by a mysterious constant noise from inside his bedroom wall, a tapping that his parents insist is in his imagination. As his fear intensifies, he starts to believe that his parents are hiding a terrible and dangerous secret. So I didn't know this movie existed until you told me to watch it like... 72 hours ago or whatever it was <laughs> i was like oh i never even heard of this movie and i went into it completely blind didn't watch any of the trailers and just had no idea what i was going to get and as it started out i just expected it was going to be one of these super predictable run-of-the-mill it seemed like it was going to be a haunting at first and then it it took a few pretty major twists that i was not expecting and i thought it was going to go one direction and at first it was, it was weird because I thought that the parents were like poorly acting Lizzie Kaplan. I thought it was just, she was putting on a bad performance. I'm like, this is weird. It's like, she's overacting and that's not normal. Cause I think Lizzie Kaplan's great in pretty much everything I've seen her in. And then you kind of figure out what the parents deal is sort of, or so you think you do. And then I was like, all right, I actually like this now because her acting role, I think her acting performance makes more sense now. And then they did hit us with a couple of different twists. I thought this movie was super creepy and I was really into it for the first seven eighths of the movie and it lost me at the end. But I mean, I loved it. This was for me, I, I this was close to a five star for me up oh right up until the end. God. We're not going to be on the same page. <laughs> Crystal, yeah, please. I loved it. I, I'm going to let Crystal tear it. <laughs> I loved this movie right up until the ending. I loved it. I'm. Yeah, I did. I'm not, you're not going to bully me. Are we watching the, opinions. did we watch the same cobweb? Yeah, Are there multiple cobwebs out there? Like that nightmare. You scene. named all the people that's in the one I watched, but we clearly <laughs> saw a different movie. I'm very confused. So there were some minor things along the way that I didn't, that I didn't particularly like, huh. but for the most part, the first like three, like more than three quarters, like right up until the end, I, I thought it was, I thought it was great. Yeah. I loved it. Great. But the end it's going to hurt the score for me because I really, really didn't like the end. Um, but tell me, tell me why you don't like this movie. Well, I'm going to let Crystal just like rebuttal all this. But what I will say is 
she was just texting me everything that was going to happen in the movie as oh, it really? was going. <laughs> she literally was texting me. She goes, this is going to happen. I'm like, and I can't respond because I'll never spoil a movie for somebody. But like, she was literally just writing the script for me, but I'm going to let her tear into you on this. Yeah. Right, do it. So I also went in blind. I did see a good chunk of uh, people saying that they're watching it on Twitter. But I was like, okay, new movie. People are talking about it. I knew nothing about it. And I was like, okay, let me let me check it out. Yeah. Um, not the worst movie. I will honestly say definitely not the worst movie ever. I didn't hate it. I will say that. But it was just too predictable for me. Went in and just... It felt forced. Like, you knew... There was something up with the parents because the parents just didn't act like normal parents. Who the fuck throws their kid in a basement for punishment? Like, there was just things that I was like, this is throwing me out because it wasn't. The being realistic kept throwing me out. I think if the parents were a little bit more realistic, a little bit more compassionate, I would have been more invested in the movie. Were they supposed to be compassionate though, or were the parents off themselves? Because I know that they they tried to throw us where you thought like, okay, the parents are the bad guys, and I don't know that they weren't. So I don't know that compassion was actually part of their. I mean, they locked their kid in the basement because it was weird looking, right? They're not compassionate people, so I don't think that was a problem with the plot for me. But I'm saying they locked their normal son in the basement, right? Like That's that what, was odd to me. Like, they kept saying how much they love him, they love him, they love him, but locking him down in the... It just, like, if they didn't throw in that, like, leave the basement alone for the weird sister. I just felt like it was forced too much to be, like, to play it more of, these are clearly the bad guys so much that it was like, these clearly are not the bad guys. But I don't, I don't think they weren't the bad guys. I think that the twist was we're going to paint them as the bad guys. And yeah, that's what I'm they're saying. The, yeah, you think they're the prime bad guys, but you don't realize that there's like a there's like a subplot there. They are bad. They did keep their child locked in that dungeon. And yeah. they're, they're clearly narcissists. We love you. That's why we're locking you in this basement. So I don't think, I actually don't think those characters were poorly written. I think oh. that they were forced, like they were played too hard to be the villains to where I didn't believe it. That's fair. Like it was too uncompassionate. Like I it actually, was just so stereotypic for me. I actually liked um, Anthony Starr's performance in this movie. He's the father. I thought that he was pretty good. The Lizzie Kaplan thing. I think she's great in everything else I've ever seen her in too. This brought me back to, I don't know if everyone's going to get this reference. I hope you two do, but sleepaway camp. Do you remember the mm. mother from Sleepaway Camp? And just mm -hmm. like how over the freaking top she was. And yes. but it worked for that movie in the sense like that movie, Sleepaway Camp, is exactly what it's supposed to be. So she that performance worked in that movie because it's like this movie's just bonkers, anyways. It's an 80s like slasher, like kind of come up. It's on some of the other movies. So it worked for me there. Mm -hmm. It did not work for me. I don't think this movie wasn't not supposed to be over the top. I think they leaned into a lot of the tropes and I, which I think actually worked for this movie in certain places. Like you had like the pumpkin patch in the backyard. They want, they, this is supposed to be a, like a, 
it's supposed to be a Halloween movie. And I think they're definitely leaning into that sort of like, I got kind of trick or treat vibes from this, the way that this movie was, I think it was intentional. And I think the parents really leaning into that role, I think it worked for this. And I didn't, I didn't, once I figured out what Lizzie Kaplan's character was, I liked the act, but at first it threw me. Mm. Yeah. I liked their acting and Anthony Starr, like as soon as I see him, I just automatically don't like him just from the boys. <laughs> like I can't get away from that feeling. I'm just like, I don't like you. There's going to be more reasons I don't like you because then I know you're not playing a good character in this movie either. It's just that <laughs> disgusting. Like you see him, you're just like, oh, yeah, <laughs> but I, I like their performances um, and the way they played their characters. It's just, there's just, there was just like the, the way they treated their star child to me is just a little too, and maybe it's just like the way the child acted back. It just didn't, it just didn't sit to be realistic for me to mm -hmm. like, to be believable. Yeah. Like, yes, they're villains, but like, it just felt forced. Yeah, That's you could probably That's filed all. that into the category of things that, although I, it didn't bother me, there were definitely some parts of this movie that didn't add up and that were sloppy and that didn't really come together. And it's a lot of it was at the end. It's like, all right, why didn't you tie up this loose end that you intentionally left? What was going on with the missing girl and the skeleton in the backyard? Why did that just not, like nothing came of that? It was just like, oh, here's this. And then kind that, of- that. No, that's because their daughter is the one that killed her, and that's why they're locking her up. That's what that's what that was all about. No, I thought they said they locked her up because she was hideous, and they threw her in the, and she but killed. She, I think that's why they moved her to where they moved her, or something like that. But that was kind of the thing. Either I'm way, gonna, if I'm they if they did it. tie up that knot, I think they did it in a sloppy way, where it wasn't. I didn't think it was super obvious. I was like, well, what happened with that? Mm. Maybe it was implied. Maybe I missed it. I don't know. So I think they were trying to lead you down the path that the parents did it when it was just the daughter all along is kind right. of what they were doing there. I'm going to, I'm going to say what I liked about the movie real quick before I start tearing into this thing. I thought the set design, the lighting and everything in this movie is sound. really, really good. The sound was the next thing. Yeah. The sound in this movie, the score, the, the audio design is really, really well done. And that's kind of where it ends for me. <laughs> like, it's just kind of like, that's the good stuff. Here's what this movie is. And here's the way that I interpret it. So Dave, you know, there's two movies that I've wanted to write for 10 years now, basically. I have two screenplays that I wanted to write. And basically, I'd love to direct both of them as well. What this movie does is what scares me to death of actually writing and trying to direct a movie because the person that wrote this movie, this was his first time directing as well. And I think that he did stuff in the movie that he thought was going to be scary or thought was going to be good. And it just came off terribly. And I think some of it's like where he positioned his characters and just like unbelievable situations that having them react in ways that they just would never do it. So a big example of this for me is when the kid wants to use the telephone right? He goes into the parents' bedroom. That's where the telephone is. And he's sitting there and he's watching like directly across the bed, the doorway to see if the mother comes in and he gets on the phone and he talks and he looks away for a second. And then he looks back and she's still not there. And then you do a quick turn and it's almost like a jump scare. Cause now she's like on this side of the room. 
It's like, but she was just standing there. Do you think that mother would have just saw him get on the phone and come in the room, go around to the side of the bed and just stood there? Like, it's an unbelievable situation. The mother would have stopped the phone call. You heard heard her come in because he reacted. No, he was looking the whole time. You didn't hear her come in. Yeah, you did. There was, you heard the footsteps and he jumped, he he turned his head real quick and the doorway was empty. And then he pans again. It was like that false jump scare. It kind of was like James Wan-ish where you think the jump scare is coming. It doesn't. Then it's like a delayed jump scare. I thought that was a great scene. And I thought they did a really good job. I thought they did a great job building the tension with the way he was like looking at it. Because you expect to see the mother in the doorway every time he looks and you keep not getting it. And I thought, I, I, I I thought that scene was great. But she's going to walk through the doorway into the other side of the room before she says anything or reacts. I guess maybe he not, does that maybe. multiple times in this movie. Yeah. He puts characters in positions that just make no sense. The kid on the stairs, like, yeah, the visually it looked pretty cool with the two shadows over him. Like it's, you know, metaphorical and all this other shit. But the problem is the kid would never do it because he was right in eyesight of where the mother was. And at least she did see him. If she didn't see him, I was going to throw my hands up and walk out of, of the room. But like the kid would never sit there. He would never sit in eyesight. He might hide at the top of the stairs where they can't see him and he's trying to listen in or something. But come on, this is this is literally someone's first time directing a movie, trying to incorporate jump scares and things that he wants to do to scare the audience. And I just don't think a lot of it came across the way that I would want it to. And I'm scared to death that I would do the same thing. So I'm not like overly knocking him, right? But like, call it for what it is on some of this it's just it's just poor directing i think in more than anything i disagree on both those points i thought it was i thought both Mm -hmm. i thought well i mean i thought that one phone call scene was was good and it was a good job of building tension would she have stood in that exact spot who knows no the mother would have come in saying something as she walked in the room it's just it's just maybe maybe she wanted to see like all right i'm a parent if i catch my kid doing something wrong and they don't see me i'm gonna watch and wait and see what he's doing real quick to see so i can actually have something to catch him on yeah i might do the same thing hear what he said that that question that i had a question on because i i could i can see you know a parent standing there and like waiting to just see what happens because he's already in the middle of a phone call that is i that i can say but she calls when the teacher calls back. She's like, oh, yeah, he didn't say it because he was so scared to say anything. He clearly had words. Mm-hmm. So did the mother just not hear him say that? Maybe he was speaking quietly, but I could see as that maybe being a little bit far fetched. But I mean, I feel like we're really splitting hairs at this point. No, because here's my rebuttal to you, Dave. <laughs> On this whole point, like you'd sit there and wait for your kid. Is Do you have a kid hidden in your fucking walls right now that you're trying not to let people know about? Because no, that's like, a whole different scenario, right? We're trying to keep people from knowing that. Like, this isn't like, oh, let me see if he's going to try to sneak out the house at 10. It's let me see if he's going to let him know about the child we have inside our walls right now, right? Like, it's a whole different ball game. Yeah, well, they, they kept the secret for so long. They send him to school and stuff. I mean, apparently they're not, you know, they, they, he, they know that he's hearing the knocks. So I don't know. How do how do they keep this quiet for that long? How old is this girl? I have so many questions about the girl. Yeah. So many questions. Is she She's 70? Because several, of the voice? <laughs> several years old. Yeah, I'm not going to defend any of that because I didn't like it either. I didn't like the end of this movie. I thought the end of this movie was super disappointing. 
super disappointing and i knew they were gonna fuck it up too because I'm, I'm sitting there waiting i'm like God, don't show the monster you're gonna give us too much monster i was hoping they weren't gonna show face. it too they a couple of scenes that that were done i like the way it was done where they where you think you're gonna see the monster and instead of seeing the monster you see the actor's reaction to the monster that's exactly how you should do that and they still blew it with that stupid fucking monster face that looked like fucking rango from that johnny depp movie <laughs> like it's just like this is the worst oh i was so disappointed it was so disappointing and there were so many i mean i don't know do we want to get into the end now or were there other issues that we had with this movie or other things we liked i loved the nightmare scene from earlier on in the movie where he has the he has the nightmare that he yes it's when he just first finds out that his parents yeah, are bad that was a good thing and that you got the dad blinking in the corner and then the mother with the hands thing. Come, oh, so creepy. I jumped. I jumped out of my skin. And I was like, I haven't jumped that good at a horror movie in a while. So kudos on that jump scare. Love I that did like thing. that scene. I will say I like that one. It threw in something that was a little bit different, different element where you're like, is this a dream? Is it not? Are they showing their true colors now? Or are they actually evil? That I did like. Mm. They did that one pretty well. Um that was a good one. I did not like the teacher going to the house with the drawing. I just feel like that was like just one of those things that a character doesn't do. Like a like a substitute teacher is not going to go to the house. And I think it's an easy rectifiable situation where all you had to do was have her pick him up from school and the teacher walks up to her and go, hey, can I just talk to you real quick? Mm. And then they talk like it's the same idea. It's the same principle. And then after that reaction, that could lead to her wanting to go to the house. But just going straight to the house seemed like a really bad um, scene in this movie, personally, a little bit. Yeah, the way that character was written, I had some issues with too. And part of it was, it's kind of this, kind of this on the same lines of what you were saying, is why did they write her as a substitute teacher? Why wouldn't they just make her the regular teacher? Because a substitute teacher is going to care significantly less, in theory, yes. about the students mm -hmm. than, a, than an actual teacher would. And it wouldn't have been that much of a stretch to have the teacher be the regular teacher because it's October, the school year just started. It can still be yeah. a new, you assume that they added that as a substitute teacher because it's like, oh, she just met him. But like a regular teacher would have just met him too and might've cared more and that might've made more sense. So I just thought that was a weird, like why substitute? Especially if you you see like the first month getting to know your students and then you see this child getting picked on on a regular basis, you're, that's how you actually start feeling for the child. Not like, mm -hmm. oh, this kid's just getting picked on for the you know, first. How long has she actually known him for at this point? Like two days? Yeah. Like, come on. And all of a sudden, like whispering to the kid, like, yours is my favorite. And I was like, that's kind of like you say that kind of loud. Like, that's <laughs> yeah. like, what the hell? Like. And then did she, who saw the bully um, smash the pumpkin? Right. Yeah. I was, I was confused that on that. Who's that got an answer? Too. I have I no know. answer for that. I was really confused. I'm like, so is that the mother making him come in? Like, but how did she know? Call? Yeah. Like what, why didn't they give us context there? It was weird. Over that was, yeah. And all if of a sudden, you, like, he actually looked sad, like he got in trouble. Like, is there a deleted scene that we don't... It feels like there's a deleted scene we didn't see. Absolutely, it does. Because if you take that scene out altogether where he brought the pumpkin in the next day, take it out, what changes in that movie? Nothing. Literally nothing. nothing. You don't nothing. need it. Because it the next weird. scene is him pushing him down the steps. Mm -hmm. Where you're like, is this trying to... Are you trying now to feel bad for the bully now? Is this trying to find... Is this looking for a... Because you hate this bully. You have no reason to like this bully. Is this the reason that you have a little bit of sympathy when he gets pushed down the steps? 
is that mm-hmm. the only reason because it failed yeah that was yeah. that was a big miss there because it's actually like adding that scene in where the bully brings the pumpkin back almost does make you feel bad for him it would have made more sense if he pushed him down the stairs after he got his pumpkin smashed without the little redemption in the middle so mm-hmm. yeah good call yeah, on that. weird it is real weird and i wish they built up that more that anger in him because it was nothing but being scared this character is scared for how long has this bully i'm guessing because when you grow up in elementary school all the kids know each other Mm -hmm. so how long has this bully been there for because if to me this movie almost feels like they just moved to this town it doesn't feel like they're established in this home and this bully's been doing this for so long so long and you don't see a build of revenge it just this girl on the wall one night just says you sh- you, you should kick his ass and she's like yeah. okay what is yeah. like, what? What? why was that so easy <laughs> which <laughs> like, is push another steps like, <laughs> which is why i kind of went they wish they went with more of like the, this kid was actually behind everything like more psychological like this more do a this was his sister in his head but she was never there all along type of deal he was just making this whole situation up would make the story better for me he kills the he kills the parents i mean this kid's still fucked like he still does some fuck stuff throws this kid down the stairs he feeds his parents rat poison at at the end which we're gonna get into but like if they had built it to him being the actual like villain in this by being like haunted by his suedo sister that may or may not have ever existed i think is a better path than whatever the fuck they did at this movie it was just so bad and one more rant before we get to the end pseudo we suedo it's suedo (laughs) i don't don't know if you've watched um hometown ghost stories before but we've established this on a past episode that it's suedo suedo my name is actually robbie suedo so (laughs) i like it (laughs) Um, anyways, the, the other rant that I have for this movie is, so she's in the wall, which I don't get already. Cause the basement seems to make more sense the way they have that basement, like, like bunker down. That's where she should be more than in the fucking walls of the house. What are we doing? And then in the room, she, she comes up to the wall. There's already a hole in the wall and it's horsehair plaster which basically just crumbles in your hand for the most part. Like as you, as you move it, this chick could have gotten out of the wall whenever she wanted to. What are we doing? Like Mm -hmm. you have the setup. It's the basement. The setup is the basement. You have the fridge door. You have this entire setup, but because you wanted to put the door by on a fucking clock in the bed, in the parents' bedroom, like you, like you did too much again, you're doing too much because it's your first movie and you're trying to do some extra shit and you didn't need to do extra shit. You had the setup and you fucked up. Mm. Well, how else was he going to hear her through the wall? She wasn't in the wall. A vent. Had- A vent leading to the basement or something in the floor. I feel like she had too much power in the base. I think you'd be able to hear her in the basement. Like there's that, that little, why do they take her out of the little cage? Literally, right. there was like a hole with it was like it was down there, like she was yeah. stuck down there. That would have been stuck perfect. her in at the end of the movie, and we're like, We got her, she can't get yeah. out. And it's like, Why wasn't she there? In the <laughs> first? Put her behind? Yeah, yeah. And it took how person. long for the teacher to make a hole in the wall with a fire poker, <laughs> but yeah, but that this spider girl is able to like murder and tear everything apart. But also, yeah. can I ask? 
in the beginning, like you got the spider scene. Mm-hmm. Why was that needed? Which spider oh, be- scene? Because the where they had to, to be very nice to the spider, where they uh, where the kid was petrified, mm-hmm. and she the teacher like the way the way that played out was like, here's a spider. We need to make a scene with the spider because it's called cobweb. <laughs> yeah. Um. I almost felt like they wanted to do some sort of like foreshadowing thing, but I don't think it really worked. There was a lot of foreshadowing that and the um, the rat poison. Mm-hmm. Not everything's yeah. as sweet as it uh, seems, or something like that. Like things that are for things are just forced. It's like yeah. stop pretending or stop acting like your audience is that dumb. Mm-hmm. They're never that. I mean, audiences, yes, they are dumb, but they're not that dumb. They are dumb. <laughs> not our audience our audience is great yes absolutely <laughs> oh but yeah audiences are generally dumb but not to that point that was literally spoon feeding and also um i just want to show the horrors of soup from this movie because mm. <laughs> basically what happens in this movie is they eat soup and they die and as we've had this debate for three weeks soup is terrible it is only just... if you put rat poison in it, you moron. <laughs> Crystal, you've never gone to a restaurant and been like, I just really want soup right now. It's never happened. That's not true. Yes, I have. No, yeah, soup's great. Soup you clearly had not had good soup. No, I've had fine soup, but like, I've never been like, I've never been like, hey, let's go out to dinner tonight. I just, I just really want soup. You never had a craving for like butternut squash soup or like a fresh see we can get into this debate like i have no problem doing this like movie aside screw the movie go to like a good farm to table restaurant and get their soup you'll change your mind get butter squash soup or like a a pumpkin bisque Ugh, like the fall those fall fresh soups because i make them myself and they are Mm. banging Mm -hmm. like i take so much pride in my soups yeah, uh, pumpkin soup is great. Uh, kale soup is probably my all-time favorite. Kale if you have not a good kale soup, it's amazing. Someone just like told me about Hungarian mushroom soup. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna have to try this. Like, there are so many good soups. French or like a, just a good homemade chicken noodle. Mm-hmm. Love mm-hmm. it. Soup is great. What they were eating though was more like nasty ass oatmeal. Like yeah, I don't know look, what they were eating. It didn't that look good even without the rat poison. <laughs> Like I would do, probably add the rat poison to spice it up a little bit. <laughs> but how often do they eat that when they're like, "Hey, the soup tastes a little bit different than what you usually make it." Like in my mind, that's all they eat is soup. Yeah, and what or at least whatever that was, it was just chunk. It looked like gray oatmeal, like grayer oatmeal than normal. It looked like something that you would be fed if you were a prisoner in a basement. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, what are they? Well, I guess they all girl? eat the same. I guess the yeah. sister and the. Actually, I think he had better food when he was a. Uh... No, wait, the muffins. Oh yeah. He had the muffins. Mm-hmm. I know. Give me the muffins. Keep your as soup. a cele- as a celebration <laughs> of like welcome. You're out of the basement. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. That was that was a weird scene too. Actually, it was probably one of her, the better scenes for her character than all the other scenes. Like, it was more of a connecting one. I did like the scene where she was upset with the teacher saying, we do love our kid. That was realistic because a lot of parents would act that way. 
mm-hmm. where it's like, how dare you tell me how to raise my child? Like you're telling me I don't love my child and just automatically react that way. That I could see. Mm-hmm. I didn't hate that scene. But the scene with the dryer? Really? Like, did, are we just, it just happens to be the dryer on and just happens yeah. to pause for a sec. What dryer pauses like that and then keeps going? Well, it was a washing machine and they do do that. They'll no, stop it was a dryer. It was a washing machine. 100%. Mm. They said it was the dryer. He said it was the washing machine. Ooh, we're going to have to go back and spend $7 to... Mine's still up. Maya's about to go back because I'm almost (laughs) positive they said dryer. It's Uh, on Flickster, so I can get it for free. I still think we watched a different movie. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. Maybe I saw the director's cut. (laughs) Well, somehow we both got the deleted scene of uh, the pumpkin. That's the one thing they changed in the director's cut. He's like, I just really wanted this to say fucking washing machine and not dryer. (laughs) (laughs) It's the only change to the director's cut. What is that? What? The noise. The banging. The washing machine. All right, Uh, Dave. You want to dive into this ending. I do. Clearly, you don't like it. Um, I do. I was already checked out. So <laughs> why don't you? No, nah, man, I was into it. I loved I loved this beginning of this movie. I was ready to give this a five. And it was right up there with... with uh... Uh, go, Yeah, go I was ready to. I was ready to. Also, and then I was soup, like... 1.6 for soup. Okay. <laughs> I mean, that's got to depend on the soup, right? <laughs> Whatever. When did... Wait, I want to ask, when did it... What was the point where you said, fuck this shit? Like, when, like, when did that turn? Uh, when Probably they... when I was like five years old and had my first thing. <laughs> <laughs> so it was right around when, for a split second, I thought the movie was wrapping up. And it was, she ends up, when the boy ends up locked in the, the, the basement there. And then I remembered like, oh shit, wait, the bullies are going to come back. They set up that yeah. plot line. And oh shit, the teacher's still on her way. I was like, damn it, they have so much time to fuck this up still because up until that point they still haven't ruined it with the monster i thought when she opened that door behind the grandfather clock there and the eyes start glowing and the smile comes out i was like that is so creepy that's all i want to see please and you didn't mind the rat poison scene um i didn't mind the rat poison scene i thought it was fine and the scene where he the mother chases him up the stairs and he pushes her down the stairs she's got the knife in her and then she looks at him and says, don't let her out. I thought that was a really good little addition. I was like, ooh, that's creepy. Because it's like, it's, it's not like, okay, she's a prisoner or she's dead. It's not her ghost. They're saying they're trying to keep her in there for a reason. And that was the second big plot twist, I thought, where I was like, oh, shit. Okay, so this isn't where I thought it was going. So I liked it up until there. I liked the original reveal of the monster. And then when he get, finds himself locked in the basement, it's kind of like where I was like, oh, shit, there's more. And they're going to fuck it up. And for a, a little while, they like towed the line of too much monster. And like with the hair going around, I thought that was a little bit cheesy, but I was okay with it. And but then as soon as they showed the face, I was like, oh, God damn it. And I thought the scene with the bullies was too much. It was just forced in there. And the, some of the kill scenes were cool, but some of them, they did too much like cutaway. I wanted to see more of the gore. Yes. When they rip the dude's head off and his corpse walks around the corner, there was not enough blood for me. So, I mean, you've already got the R rating, so why not? Why not make that a bloodbath of a scene? I thought that would have been pretty cool. So I, that was all disappointing. And the substitute teacher thing, just it all seemed so forced. And with the add the stupid CGI with that horrible, goofy monster, which is 
probably my second least favorite monster reveal of the year, second only to Children of the Corn. Oh, uh, God. <laughs> sorry, spoiler alert if you haven't seen that movie yet. <laughs> Don't. I've, I haven't fully seen it, but I know what you're talking about, yeah, unfortunately. So major points off for the ending. Super disappointing. I, it was a real letdown for me because I was really enjoying the movie up to that point. Yeah. Crystal, your thoughts on the ending? just as bad as the rest of the movie uh, <laughs> i it was just just so predictable to me like i especially when i wish the mother didn't acknowledge that there's clearly someone else in the wall mm-hmm. it just felt this crazy creature that was trapped in the wall but yet could clearly come out especially with that hole like did they just see this hole like yeah, I pull back the wallpaper, but it it just so much of it. I hate the bedroom scene, like just the way the bedroom's laid out in general. Like it's just such an eyesore because I know that's where you're supposed to be looking. But the two lights right there, like you couldn't like it couldn't be a thing where you move the bed or something like it was just like, here's this weird empty wall. But yet on the other side of the room is completely crowded. It so much forcedness. It just. Yeah, I. I also want to see more blood and more of the bullies getting their ass kicked. Um, Cause that's almost like a reward mm-hmm. because you don't like them. You know that they're there to like, all of a sudden they go in and just trash the house and shit. Super bold. Yeah. Right. Even yeah. like well, the that, parents. That was, that was my thing with like the scene, just characters that just wouldn't do shit. Like this is just not something they would do. They wouldn't go to the house that late at night and just start screaming for like the the 10 year old kid to come outside not expecting the parents to not be there or something like that right right? and then they wouldn't just walk in the house and just start smashing shit like saying we know you're in here like but you don't know but wouldn't you think the parents are there too like what are we doing like like too too brazen i just think the movie does that too much and i same thing with um when they're sitting down eating dinner they have tons of Halloween decorations up. Why is she part. so angry when there's trick or treaters? I loved that part. It was so I loved it because it was so nonsensical. Because they have all the Halloween decorations up yeah. on the front porch, so obviously trick or treaters are going to come get the knock at the door. You hear the trick or treat. She goes, "Leave me alone." <laughs> I laughed great. at that. I was I like, that. "They're psychotic." Yes, we get it. Was it. Awesome. Um. <laughs> What was the point of the pumpkins? The pumpkins getting mold, like moldy and having a berry. Can I ask that? Here's here's what I the way that I interpreted it is he was using an analogy there where the kid was interpreting that he was the mold and basically they had to get rid of him so that the family could stay around when the analogy was actually they had to remove the sister so that they could have a stronger family. Because he's like, we got to get rid of this these moldy ones so that the other ones stay good, basically. Right. And mm-hmm. the kid was interpreting as the father was going to kill him. But in actuality, his analogy was for the sister that they were hiding okay. away. They had to get rid of her as the black mold so that the other parts of the family could be um, still pristine, basically. I'm not mm-hmm. saying it's good. I'm just saying that's where they were going with it. It's, it that's why they had the whole thing. Gotcha. So why did they kill the sister? Why didn't they kill her? That's my question. I have that question as well. <laughs> like, like what do you mean? why do you just kill? Why'd you put her in a wall? I'm guessing you're not feeding her 
because it's locked up like behind the clock do you move the clock multiple times a day like i am confused also if she's that strong if they open up the door she can easily just get out and attack well she's that I strong when it's convenient because she was not strong when the 10 year old grabbed her by the hair and started manhandling her but she could take out an entire group of you know almost adult males that mm -hmm. are walking oh, around the house and lift them up in the air in the doorway yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Or just slide them underneath this. I mean, I did like the scene where you see him slide underneath the piano and just blood everywhere. Love that. Yeah. Yeah. But then make that character or make that monster, that monster. Then mm -hmm. don't figure out what she can do and what she can't do. Right. If they, it would have made it would have been somewhat of a simple fix there if they had some sort of because this was obviously a supernatural type of situation right I know that they said like oh she got strong by by teaching herself to climb the walls in the cement uh, dungeon that she was in and but there was definitely a supernatural element to this character so they could have yeah. they could have solved this problem by making there be some sort of spell that was binding her to that room. And that the spell had to be broken to get her out, not just a key, right? Or saying, I think, All right. I think it's even simpler. I think we're we're using the hair as sort of almost like her kryptonite. I just don't want to see the 10-year-old grab it. Have it get caught in something with like a crank that's like near the that's near the cage. And basically he's cranking the hair and the hair's pulling her into right, the but that cage. only solves that one problem. I'm trying to solve the the massive plot hole where she's strong enough to manhandle these people, but she's not strong enough to break out of that flimsy wall. Mm. So you could have yeah, yeah, some no, sort of a supernatural yeah. bind on it because you're already supernatural. So why yeah. not just do something like that? Would have been and she's been easy. quiet for this many years and they've had was... guests in the house for how many years? All you have to do is say, hey, I'm in a wall whenever <laughs> there's a guest over or something like. Yeah, the like teacher, one. and you can't say there was yeah. never any guest because even when the teacher was over, she could have said something. I'm sure there's been a moment where someone else has been in that house. Right, and there was that one little exposition dump where she's talking to the kid through the wall and she says, I've been waiting. And he says, waiting for what? And he goes, waiting for you to be strong enough to move the clock. It's like, but you're, you're strong enough. But, You're strong enough to get out of the but, way. But to Crystal's point, not even when guests come over, she waits how many years to talk to the son? Yeah. Like, she doesn't even talk to the son until just now. Right. Well, she, she said she was waiting until he was strong enough, to, big enough to move the clock. How did she know that? Can she see him? Yeah. Apparently. <laughs> she got a little hole in the... She pokes. <laughs> she I don't know. <laughs> she pokes those fingers. <laughs> She has eyeballs in her fingers now. No, she pokes the hole and she looks through it with her spider eyes. Uh, yeah, yep. He's about five foot one now. I think he can actually open that clock. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A lot of plot holes. I didn't think they did a good job tying the movie up in the end. And I, as I said earlier, I thought oh. the ending was super disappointing. Big letdown. What did happen did at like the ending? Movie. Wait, the teacher, they pushed her into the thing. Oh. Fuck the, the ending ending. The very end. You're going to think of me every time you go to bed? What, in that same house where your parents are dead? Who yeah. the hell is letting their kid go back to sleep there? Yeah. The parents are clearly dead. This is clearly a murder scene. Yeah. How is he able to go to bed that night? 
Yeah, no, that kid We're is going. Never again in that house. The kid's going into protective custody. He's never going in the yeah. house. Again. Yeah. Yeah. No, that that was though that was one of the worst endings to a horror movie I've seen, I think ever. Massive <laughs> letdown. It's pretty bad. She couldn't get out of the house, but she got out of that cage that with the bar like every like. But yeah, he wouldn't be there anymore. <laughs> yeah, for all that to make sense, the substitute teacher and him have to be like, "All right, we're gonna clean all this up in the morning." <laughs> <laughs> and we're gonna, gonna let a monster stay in the basement. Yeah, the monster's down there, but we're gonna sleep this off. <laughs> it just doesn't. It, it's really stupid. Did they Nobody's also fix the wall? Them. Like, yeah. Wait, wait, like you, right? Was the the wall was fixed, right? <laughs> After yeah. they like, yeah. Fire was it the fire poker? Like, yep. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That's probably why they're not marketing this movie so much. Like, there's no marketing for this movie at all. Well, I hope, I think there was opportunity. I think there were, um, I think there was, it could have been good. Mm -hmm. I absolutely think it could have been good. And I hope this was a great learning experience and something to help the director, because it is his first movie, help him learn what to do and what not to do and maybe get a bigger budget next time. Maybe, maybe this was just a nice, you know, a nice Tubi movie to help them. Yeah. Get out there. But unfortunately I paid $7 to rent it. <laughs> Trust me. I know I owe you $3 and 50 cents. Yeah. Cause I didn't hate it. I didn't hate it. That's the reason I'm not asking for the full seven. I, was that, was that the deal you guys had? I told her she hated it. I would pay her back her $7 and she ended it and told me that I owed her $3 and 50 cents. Yes. There you go. (laughs) Cause I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to sit there and watch it again, but if it was, I wouldn't mind putting it on in the background. Mm. Mm. Cause I I thought it was entertaining enough. I didn't turn it off and I didn't yell at the, the screen. That's fair. I, raised, I did the people's eyebrow a few times during it while I was watching. I was just like, what are we doing here? Like, because because visually it's great. I do think it, it was a very visually, I mean, until we saw the monster, but the rest of it was just so good. Sound design was kind of good, was actually really good. So I thought it was good. All right. Do we want to get into some scores, Dave? You got to start since you're the one who actually sort of kind of liked this movie. I did like this some... movie. I had, like I said, it was, it would have been, if it ended strong, it would have been close to a five. But it did not end strong. It ended quite poorly, so I'm sticking it at three and a half. All right, Crystal, where are you with it? I'm I'm stuck between a two and a two and a half. So two and a quarter. I'll go with two and a quarter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sounds fair. Yeah, thank you. Um, it's actually right where I was. I'm a two point two on this because I think it is not medium enough. If that makes sense, is that the word I'm looking for? It's just it can't be the word. I was thinking. I'm just thinking of soup, where it's just so medium. Soup is not me- still. I think that's still not the word you're looking for. <laughs> no, and clearly you have not had good soup. I'm very angry at this. Well, we can discuss this more. We'll discuss our soup ratings more, but we will absolutely. I, I think that, yeah, it's like a two point two, two point one. I think it is watchable, but I don't put it like right in the middle. It's not like a barometer of movies like. It needs to be above or below this line. I think it's below that middle line, so it's going to be a two point two, yeah. two point one, slightly below average, I guess you could say. Yeah, but think, it is not unwatchable. It is watchable. 
I think it's worthy of a watch. And I think that it's a fun movie to watch despite the ending and despite some of the bad CGI, which I thought could have been very much pulled off with practical effects for that monster. The fact mm. that they went CGI, I thought was a really bad call. And he's like, it was the director's first movie, right? But it was yeah. not Evan Goldberg and Seth Rogen's first movie. Like they make a ton well, of movies. They, they, produced be, it. they produced it, but I, I, they, I don't believe they weren't executive producers. Like they weren't calling shots and making decisions. Like mm. they, you know, maybe not, but either way. Um, yeah, I think it's definitely worth the watch and it would be a fun Halloween movie. And I think that if you expect that going in, then you'll enjoy it. I was willing to bet so much money as I was watching. I go, I guarantee this is the first time this, whoever redirected this has directed something. Mm-hmm. It just felt like a first time director to me. And like I said, like, this is what scares me to death to ever, because I would love to do it. Like it's something I want to do. And things that you think sometimes are going to look so good on screen do not come off the way that you expect them to at all. And sometimes a little throwaway thing that you think isn't going to be much could be the best thing that you actually recorded. You just don't know until it's put together sometimes. And you just got to learn to, you know, I'm kind of talking out my ass just based on stuff that I've done, like for skits and stuff like that. But you just, you kind of get a feeling the more you do it. So you do need some practice at it. And I think he has potential. I just think that he really was trying to go overboard with some of the stuff he was doing in this movie. I give him more credit than you because I do think that the first seven eighths of this movie was well executed for the most part. I thought some of the things were sloppy and some of the, I know we disagree on this, uh, but I actually staunchly disagree with you on it. And I think that for his first, first movie, it was pretty good. It was pretty I, good. Like- I, I would be proud of it for the most part if it was my first movie. Yeah, I would actually say if it was like a first movie of someone, I see like he's done like some shorts and stuff like that before a feature. It's it's hard. It's a hard thing yeah. to do. Like yeah. I've never done it. Like it's hard. And for it to look as good as it did with the actors who were in it, I think he did a really good job. And I think it was a really great first movie for him. Could yeah. it have been better? Absolutely. But and I'm sure there was help and everything with the amount of star factor that was in there. Um, but I think I think he did a, a decent damn job at it mm. for being his first movie. I, agree. Yeah, I definitely think that the mistakes are things that he can fix. I think just the other stuff that he did was done so well in this movie that there's a ton of potential for the director. So I, w- I would watch another movie from the director because I think that it can definitely be improved upon. And I'm sure most people, as they do things, they learn. So yeah that is gonna do it for us though that is the review of cobweb where we once again find out that dave doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about when it comes to movies and we'll catch you next time crystal thank you oh before we go crystal do you want to plug anything do you have going um on? i co-host hack the movies um more movie reviews i tend to yell and scream and curse a lot more on theirs those uh <laughs> shows i get very angry or very passionate when speaking mm-hmm. uh, especially because my co-hosts also piss me off a lot I know the feeling, actually. I know the feeling. <laughs> Clearly. Um, we're going to actually start a show about soup, me and Crystal, next week. So, where we talk about soup and I tell her how terrible they are. And then I it's try to be the them super and, podcast. Oh, <laughs> God, we got to go now. Bye. <laughs>